Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. Hello, welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast on this Monday, the 30th of January, 2023, the second last day of the first month of 2023. Man, the time has gone absolutely light speed. It's, uh, I can't believe it's the end of January already. So uh, wherever you happen to be in the world, I trust you've had a phenomenal January. I hope you've had a fantastic weekend and looking forward to uh, either finishing the month off strongly or at least starting the new month of February very, very strongly, and hopefully you've set a platform for growth for you and your team to take advantage of the numerous opportunities that are no doubt going to be in front of you as we move forward into 2023. So as we begin the brand new week, if you are a regular listener to the podcast, you know the drill, call to action at the beginning of every podcast. First point, if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, please press subscribe on the platform you're listening to. And of course, if you're on the Apple platform, Simply press follow, which will enable me to let you know when new episodes are up and ready to be listened to, digested, and hopefully implemented. And of course, if you, while you're doing that, if you can do me a favor and rate the show as well, whether it's a one, two, three, four, or hopefully a five-star rating, that makes it a lot easier for others who are looking for information on sales and sales leadership to more readily and more easily find the podcast, particularly on the Apple platform. And look, while you're at it, if you can put a comment in there, whether that be what you like about the show, some of the key points that you that resonate with that's coming out of the various podcasts, or in fact, if there's a specific topic you'd like me to talk about, please feel free to make a comment there and I'll make sure that A, I record a, cop, a, a podcast with that topic and B, most importantly, give you a shout out on the podcast platforms as well so that um, we reward people who are providing feedback, which is Hopefully, helping everybody become better at what they do and uh, everybody in the sales game, certainly in sales leadership, looking towards becoming an exceptional sales leader in 2023. So with that said, let's get into today's topic. And uh, this one, hopefully, is going to be one that as a sales leader, you can certainly resonate with. But if you're also a sales person listening to this and looking at how you can improve the way you interact with your customers, how you can uh, increase potentially the conversion rates of your sales calls, then listen in because I have a simple hack to revolutionize, get that word out, revolutionize your sales calls. And certainly as a sales leader, this can help revolutionize the way that you run your own sales meetings, sales interactions, executive conversations, etc., etc. So one of the things that uh, I've learned the hard way and spending lots and lots of time with sales leaders over the years, there's one thing that tends to stand out above all else, and that is the level of consistency or not in relation to how sales teams, sales people, sales leaders, and sometimes senior executives plan or prepare for sales calls. And I've got to say, if there is one thing that I have consistently seen over the years, it's the fact that we don't spend enough time, near enough time, uh, preparing for sales calls. Now, what's really interesting about this, and I've seen it happen, I've been guilty of this as a salesperson, and I've certainly allowed this to happen when I was a sales leader. Many sales executives sit in front of customers or prospective customers and they wing it. And they wing it because, hey, we've got this fantastic product. The product will speak for itself. We'll just go in and talk about the features and benefits 
of this particular product or this particular service. And because there hasn't been a huge amount of preparation uh, and they're winging it, often they're gonna be at the mercy of the responses they get from the customer. And so they end up defaulting to just speaking about the product or the service. And even worse than that, they get sucked into the vortex of talking about pricing. And once we talk about pricing, it's very, very difficult to change the topic or elevate the topic back into solution mode. And uh, there's always, I say this all the time to sales leaders and to sales teams, there is only one organization who can be the cheapest. So don't get sucked into a detailed conversation around pricing because it's often a race to the bottom and it's very, very difficult to elevate that conversation back to value and solution because we're all conditioned to talk about price and often customers are taught this as well. So when, you, when you're seeing, when I see sales executives sit in front of their customers and it's more of a one-way conversation, and when I say one-way, it's a sales executive talking about their product, uh, providing information, downloading information, or sometimes trying to convince their customers to why they should do business with them. Unfortunately, this is often learned behavior, and this is often learned behavior from their sales manager, or dare I say it, senior executives who are often wheeled in for a quote-unquote the royal visit. And I've seen this many, many times, and often it is, and I say this respectfully, it's often the blind leading the blind because the sales manager has been taught by his, his or her sales manager, those guys have been taught by their senior executives and everybody's in the same vein. They think about their product and often they think about their product being the best or the best of breed or the biggest or whatever. And hence, because there's a lack of preparation, they have nothing else to default to other than talking about their product. And in the process, just think about what this is doing to the customer. The customer is working overtime to stay awake and pay attention. And often it turns into a snore fest. Now, in 2023, it's fair to say that business owners and business executives alike are constantly busy and they're lacking time. Everybody seems to be time poor. So we must search for ways to be more effective in our daily sales calls and to provide a legitimate reason as to why the customer should prioritize seeing us, seeing you over every other single sales executive who knocks on their door. And it doesn't need to be complicated. Now, one of the things that I've I've tried to instill in a lot of my clients is the understanding and more importantly, the realization that your customer and potential customers are not actually interested in your product. They're not wanting your product and they're probably not, apart from a couple of rare, I guess, exceptions, they're not actively seeking your particular product in the marketplace. And yet sales executives the world over are thinking that uh, customers and potential customers are falling over themselves to want to get their hands on that product. And it's a bit of a, a delusion. So if we get the fact that customers are not interested in your product and put that to the side, it means that when we start thinking about how we better prepare for our customer meetings and our sales calls, we've got to think about, okay, you need to understand your product, you need to understand some of the features, but it's not about leading with product. It is not about leading with the features and benefits. We've got to think about what are some other things to contemplate to pique the interest of our potential customers so that they want to learn more about you and learn more about what the solution is that you're gonna provide because ultimately what it is they need and they want is a solution to a very specific problem. Our job as sales execs and our job as sales leaders is to identify what those problems are, be able to articulate that problem in such a way that the customer will either consciously or unconsciously allocate and attribute a solution to that problem and believe that we potentially have the answer to 
the problem. And it's a natural consequence, therefore, that they'll either ask what the solution is or there'll be enough triggers for us to lean in and provide that solution and then give them the opportunity to make a buying or a purchasing decision. So here is a simple, simple hack that can revolutionize your sales calls. But please, please, and I'll make this really clear, do not be fooled with its simplicity. Because people look at this and they think, well, this is really easy. And when things are easy to do, they're also very easy not to do. And some people like to overcomplicate the overly simplistic. So if you're not getting the results you're looking for in your sales calls right now, uh, I challenge you to implement this hack for the next 30 days and see what happens. So three key steps in preparation. Point number one, in preparation for your next sales call, I want you to sit down and specifically identify what you would like your customer to think as a result of this call. As a result of you having this conversation, how is it that you want your customer or prospective customer to be thinking? Do you want them to think about, for example, that you have a viable alternative solution to their incumbent provider? And if so, what specifically do you want them to think about that makes you different? And before you default to, I have the best product or I have the best feature or the best benefits of this product, it is not about that. You've got to think about and elevate your thinking to be a little bit more strategic and a little bit more solution focused. So what do you want them to think as a result of this conversation? Do you want them to think, for example, that you are a person of authenticity, of integrity, and you are somebody who can be trusted, you need to be really, really specific about that. Now, when you sit down and think about this and you get really specific on what it is you want your customers to be thinking, then all of a sudden it now gives you a little bit of a framework to work towards in terms of, okay, what are the topics I need to bring into the conversation? What are some of the questions I might have to ask in the conversation? And how am I going to lead the customer to the outcome that I'm thinking about? That is, how is it that I want them to be thinking. So that's the first uh, first step of three steps of the simple hack. Number one, how do you want them to think? Second step, sit down and specifically identify how you'd like your customer to feel as a result of this sales call. Do you want them to feel confident? Do you want them to feel engaged? Do you want them to feel committed? Do you want them to feel excited? Because understand this, people make decisions based on levels of emotion. So in order for us to invoke an emotion, we have to think about what are the topics I need to put on the table, but I need to think about before I have put things on the table, before I have the conversation, how is it that I want the customer to feel? Because if we're really specific, we'll give ourselves every opportunity of being able to create that feeling in the meeting, which will give us a much better outcome. Because we've got to understand, be specific, because in sales as in life, emotion plays a key role in decision-making, irrespective of whether the customer or prospective customer is a rational thinker or not. So we've got to create emotion. There's got to be a feeling that's created. Otherwise, there's absolutely no opportunity, particularly if you're fighting against an incumbent. There's no real catalyst for a customer to change unless there's some level of emotion that's created, which means we've got to get really specific on how we want them to feel as a result of having a conversation with us to at least consider making that change. So step two, get very specific on how you want your customer to feel. And the third part in this hack is sit down and be specifically clear on what you want the customer or prospective customer to do as a result of the sales call. Now, if it is to sign an order, great. Be clear on the action required. If it's to agree on a follow-up meeting, again, be really clear on what the action is that's going to be required. It might be to introduce you to another key stakeholder. It might be to introduce you to a key executive. Be very, very specific because every single sales call must have a call to action. Now, I've lost count of the number of sales calls that I've actually done myself or have been privy to 
where the customer conversation is a is a nice one. It's a very what I call surface level conversation. We've got a good relationship, or so it would appear, but either the customer's not asking deep penetrating questions, and certainly the sales executive is not asking deep penetrating questions to try and move the conversation and move the relationship forward to some form of decision making. So whether it's an exploratory meeting, whether it's a negotiation, whether it's just a discovery call, we need to be very, very specific on what is the call to action that's gonna be required. And all of these three things, the think, the feel, and the do, is done in the preparation phase before we jump into the sales call. And I can understand how people are sitting, it might be sitting there thinking, wow, this is really, really simplistic. There's nothing about strategy. There's nothing about the sales cycle. There's nothing about the buyer psychology. All of that comes secondary. But what I've seen more often than not is a lack of consistency around the preparation leading into a sales call. And too often, sales executives and unfortunately the leaders do not spend enough time and in many cases, no time in preparing for that sales call. And the intriguing thing is after the call, when we're doing a bit of a reflection, a bit of a debrief, we start to think about, you know, why didn't we get the outcome we were looking for? Well, one of the key reasons is you weren't specific enough on what the outcome in the first place was that you were looking for. Now, this think, feel, do will help you get really granular on what the ideal outcome is gonna be. And look, we know that the name of the sales game is to deliver results. And at the end of the day, we're all gonna be measured on what we deliver to the bottom line of the organization, whether that be on a yearly, quarterly, half yearly, monthly, sometimes weekly, and depending on the organization, sometimes daily, the name of the game is to deliver results. And often as part of that, the challenge is for us as sales teams is to, as much as we possibly can, and this is not always possible, but see if we can shorten the sales cycle so we can actually bring forward orders. Now, we need to be conscious of customers buying uh, cycles. We need to understand whether we've got the right decision makers, whether the compelling reason is there or not, whether the customer has budget. So this is not about pushing the customer or convincing the customer to make a decision now. It's about being prepared so that we've got an opportunity to provide value in the eyes of the beholder, that is, in the eyes of the customer, so that they are feeling as if there's a, com a compulsion to want to take action and this comes from us as the sales team being prepared so if you or your sales team are right now struggling with your sales calls not progressing opportunities and not closing as many deals as you think you should be or think you need to it is highly probable that your sales calls are lacking structure and this simple hack can change that think feel and do and the beautiful thing about it if you're sitting there thinking oh this is really complicated and the last thing i need is another complicated process or a complicated hack hey, this takes less than five minutes. You pretty much allocate one to two minutes for each of those three things. How do I want my customer to think? How do I want my customer to feel? And what is it that I want my customer to do? Now, you do that. You invest some time this week prior to your sales calls considering those three words and just watch what happens. I'll be really interested in getting feedback to see what has been the difference because that could be the difference that makes all the difference. So that's as we begin the new week is the key message. Think about how you can revolutionize your sales calls by doing a simple thing. That is think, feel, and do. So if you'd like some more information about this or you'd like to have a conversation, or in fact, if you are committed to taking your sales leadership to an exceptional level and you're not quite sure how to do it, love to have a conversation with you. Simply go to leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits, we'll jump on a phone call or we'll jump on the fabulous Zoom, have a conversation about where you're at, what you're looking to achieve, what does success look like, and uh, I might even ask some things around think, feel, do in that particular conversation so we can put a plan together and start the execution of that plan ASAP. So very much look forward to that conversation. 
and look forward to sharing with you once again on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.